weekend, we did a big spring clean mm-hmm. um, of the room that we have. We Our flat is two bedrooms. Um, and for a while, this room, the second room has kind of been like a glorified cupboard. Um, <laughs> yeah. As I think is true of a lot of, you know, when you live in a, you're two people in a, in a flat, you just have a lot of stuff. Yeah. So we're trying to begin the process of like clearing stuff out and actually turning it into a functional office space. Because mm-hmm. there was a desk in here, but it was a <laughs> crap desk and whatever. So we're turning into a functional office space. We got a, um, re- a new desk. We're getting some prints for the walls. We're clearing stuff out. Um, you know, we can't really do anything about, you know, storing our bikes and things. But, right. you know, we're just we're trying to figure out. Percy hates it <laughs> when we move stuff around in the flat. Yeah. She kind of is okay with it if she's really involved and, and she feels like it's a game. But because we were assembling a desk, we had to like shut the door and assemble the desk in the room. And she was not a happy, a happy cat. Yeah. So I came out of the assembly room uh, because I was actually just more hindrance than help. And I left Michael <laughs> to it. And I hate that. I hate the gender stereotyping of like leaving the man to the DIY. But I'm hopeless. Like I, I just, I'm so useless at it. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I went out and I was like, hey, P, like, you okay? She was not okay. And she jumped up on the kitchen counter where I was about to start preparing dinner. And she peed in the frying pan. Oh, my God. In the in frying, the frying pan? Like, in, in the it. frying pan. In it. In it. In there, was it. Nothing, there, was no, there was no food in it. It was an empty frying pan on the stove. But she very intentionally walked over wow. to the frying pan, squat over the frying pan and peed in the frying pan. And, like... She doesn't pee. Percy is very good at not. She pees in her litter tray. Yeah, she only she's ever so pees clean. She's so clean. She only doesn't when she's making a point. Like there was one time where we'd ordered her cat litter and it hadn't come. It was delayed. So her litter tray needed needed cleaning. Yeah. And as we were getting into bed one night, she like got on our bed as we were getting to and peed on the bed while looking at us as if to be like, I'm making this point. Like I'm not happy with the state of things. <laughs> And it was the same thing at the weekend, like, it, but, and it's like, she knew the time of day. She knew I was about to make dinner. Wow. So it was like, so intentional, <laughs> peed in the frying pan, not around the frying pan. The pee didn't get anywhere else. It all went in the frying pan. It's, it's so malicious. It's, it's so <laughs> malicious. It's so spiteful oh, and intentional. Wow. Yeah. Um, and like, because also even a bed, like, when Maud gets anxious, like in the past, she will have like peed on soft things. Like, you know, it's like a cat thing. But a frying mm. pan, like there's no, yeah. that's just. Yeah, like totally. Like sometimes actually occasionally in the past, again, Percy had peed on like the bath mat, you mm-hmm. know, when you get out. And I guess because it's just got lots of smells. I don't know. Yeah. But the frying pan, like she jumped. She And Percy, like, she doesn't normally like to pee up high. Her little tray is like on yeah. the floor. But she got up on the kitchen counter, walked over to the frying pan peed in that frying wow. pan and i just like, like i'm so sorry that you know you don't like the disruption <laughs> i don't know what to say to you dude like yeah i don't think i've ever change. seen a cat that's that's new she's she's it's new that's something new did okay did you throw away the frying pan yes yeah, okay. yes yeah, yeah i did i threw away yeah. the frying pan i did and it's okay because we'd actually recently bought a new set of frying pans <laughs> So I was like, she she peed in the old one okay. and I was glad of that. Yeah. Um, I'd have been really upset if I had to throw away like our gorgeous new frying pan set. 
But yeah, I threw that that frying pan went oh straight God. in the bin. It's like because even if even if I disinfected the life out of that, I would just always look at it and be yeah, like, "This is the frying pan she peed in." That's one of those things where it does, yeah, it doesn't matter what how many like you know soaks of baking soda you do to it or whatever. I'll never feel confident that like the ever ammonia is out of from the pee. Or I will never feel confident. Yeah, no. I would always be like, "Did it soak into the yeah. Teflon?" Like I always wonder. Yeah. So yeah, the frying pan went in the bin, good, good, good. and I just apologized apologized to Percy for you know stressing her out. Um, well, you shouldn't go making desks, I guess. That's I know, like how dare I move things around in our <laughs> in the house that we that we pay the rent in, but you know it's hers. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. So yes. Wow. <laughs> that's where we're at this weekend. <laughs> I will, I don't like I. That's one of those stories that like now every time I see a frying pan, I'm gonna be like, huh. Cat peed in yeah. one of those. Cat peed in one of those. Wow. Wild. It was, it was <laughs> so <wild>. rude. <laughs> it was so rude. Um, I, How, how's your lot? They're, any, they're good. So Any misdemeanors? No <laughs> misdemeanors. Crumb, I think I talked about this. I mean, it was who knows when it was. But uh, Crumb was having some back pain um, and finally got him to the vet to get it checked out. And... Basically, he's already doing better by the time we got him into the vet. Um, so we've kind of been doing a crate rest thing where he's he's banned from using the stairs forever. That's what we've decided. Is that like probably mm. how he hurt himself is going up and down the stairs. Um, but he's you know he's we're he's being real babied. Um, and we got him Good. some uh, doggy CBD to help r- keep him relaxed. <laughs> Um, so little stoner dog. Yeah, That's yeah. So he's cute. just zenned out. Um, but basically, the vet said like it, it might be IVDD because he, which is a disc uh, disorder that's genetic. Um, but to get like a full diagnosis of that, they have to give them a full MRI, which you can imagine the cost of that uh, is high. And I was like, that's okay. He's doing okay. And she was even mm. like, we don't need to do that. Like we can do some extras if you want, but he does seem to be doing fine. She did a physical exam on him and he's not in any pain. He like, you know, she went through the full, like his head, his neck has full mobility. His little legs are doing good. Um, So she was like, so just keep him, you know, keep it easy. She gave me some pain meds if he ends up, you know, if it flares up again and it's really bad. Cause there were a couple nights where it was, it was rough. He was mm. in a lot of pain and like, there's nothing worse than just like, he kept just coming to us for comfort. But like we couldn't do anything, you know, it's such mm-hmm. a helpless, horrible feeling that I was like, yeah, I, I just don't I don't want to have to put him through that, especially back pain, because it's like, what's well, your whole body? Yeah, like, your, your spine, your back, it's it, it, it radiates everywhere. Yeah, you know? it was you know, it was also actually it's been kind of sweet because um, Grant figured out how to get him like a little doggy massage that he really liked. And so he, like, for the first time, like, normally he would only ever come to me for comfort. But because Grant got really good at that, he started also going to Grant to be like, can you do the the little massage thing? It helps. So that part was really cute. But, um, yeah, hopefully the worst is over and we can just keep an eye on it and keep him good. And the vet did say, he's a little overweight. And I was like, I know. (laughs) He's on a diet. I'm trying. (laughs) Um, He's a stocky boy. He's a stocky. And she did say, like, probably you know four four pounds maybe he's not she can tell that he is like that's his body type or not yeah not fooling anyone he's chunky he's thick he's a thick boy uh it's so because even like we if you look at his paws like when he's a puppy they always say like look at their paws you can tell if they're going to be a big dog or not he has big paws 
Mm. Like his paws are way bigger than crickets, but he just didn't. He just got chunky instead of being a big dog. It's fine. Yeah, that is fine. That um, is fine. So that's the main the main news. And Cricket's been a good, you know, he's been concerned and just laying next to him, checking on him. It's very sweet. I'm worried about his big brother. Yeah, that's so sweet. It's so cute. Um, so yeah, we're we're doing all right. Um, it's also the first week of Max Fun Drive. It's so is. welcome if this is your first Max Fun Drive ever. Um, it's my first Max Fun Drive it is. ever. Oh, that's so cute. Well, as a host, yeah. not as a listener. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How does it feel to be on the other side? Are you? I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm seeing. I'm seeing behind the curtain. I've had the meetings. I feel very important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they send us a whole Google Doc of information. You guys, we're we've got loads of stuff. Yeah, we've got. We've we've had to. <laughs> have some meetings and plan exciting things for you which has been really cool so yeah so it's been great um oh and we got sent things we got sent <laughs> the things that you guys are gonna get yes uh if you decide to support us i got very excited by the things that we got sent can, can we talk are, about them yeah yeah okay well so we should explain if you have no idea what we're talking about um the max fun drive happens once a year we are a podcast on the max fun network and we are entirely member supported as a show. Um, so this is the best time of the year. If you want to help support us, um, you can join at MaximumFun.org slash join. And you can also, if you're already a member, you can upgrade or boost your membership. And when you do that, you also get some awesome bonus content. You get to be part of the Maximum community. You get, um, if you buy a gift membership, we have such cool gifts this year, which Ella just hinted at. Um, and also it's just like truly the best way to show that you know you enjoy the things that we make and it means a lot to us so if you're able to thank you um yeah we really really appreciate yeah, it yeah it's truly it's like a hard, it's a hard time to be a creative so yeah. <laughs> the, the the support that we can get is really really appreciated yes and also memberships start at five dollars a month so we're not you know mm. don't if don't you break the bank yeah. if you can't it's, yeah it's it's truly okay we know that it's hard out here. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, uh, and lastly, like Ella, do you want to tell about the gifts a little bit? Yes, really cool. I do want to tell them about the gifts. <laughs> so, um, very excitingly, uh, all of your favorite shows on Max Fun got together and made a recipe book, mm-hmm. um, which was so much fun. So, the recipe that is the Comfort Creatures official recipe, me and Alexis's recipe, is a jammy dodger. Mm-hmm. I have mentioned the jammy dodger yes. on here before. If you are an American listener and you are not acquainted with the wonder that is the Jammy Dodger, mm-hmm. it's a kind of biscuit with jam in the middle with like a little a little shape cut out of it. Yes. They are the best biscuits, in my opinion. They're very Moorish. They're very dunkable if you like to dunk a biscuit in a tea <laughs> or a coffee. And so we've uh, written our own recipe because we know Alexis love baking. Mm-hmm. So we've written our own recipe. I did the biscuit base, that lovely classically british shortbread crumbly biscuit base mm-hmm. and alexis provided a jam recipe mm-hmm. for a prickly pear jam which is an arizona classic yes. i'm told yes so it's 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 a merging of us isn't it it's 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 <laughs> yeah. us in in food form in, mm-hmm. in baked good form mm-hmm. um but it's also a really simple recipe it's a really fun thing to do with friends or with your family yeah um i think biscuits are always such a they always look really impressive, but are quite easy to do. Yeah. So it's like maximum satisfaction. Yes. And also, I, I think this is in the recipe, but also if you're like, I don't know how to make jam. Like this is, too, I don't know where to get prickly pears. You can buy prickly pear jam and just use them yeah. as the jam. Totally. Recipe, so. that, that too. But also, again, I was really surprised by how easy yeah, it's not it that is hard. to actually make jam. It is just 
sugar and fruit and heat and you boil it <laughs> yeah truly it's yeah. really just all it is so um don't be put off by that yeah it's, um, it's actually really simple the other gift i'm super excited about is i think it's the ten dollar a month gift um we get stickers this year and we have mm. a really fun one for our show animal trivia is my love language as and but these ones are uh restickable so, so if, cool. if you were like me and Stickers kind of stress you out because you're like, well, what do I put it on? What if I don't like it there? These ones you can just peel off again and put somewhere else if you change your mind. Yeah, it's the perfect sticker if you're like a bit of a commitment foe. Yeah. But it's like when it comes to stickers, I am because I'm like, I don't want to put, yeah, put yeah. this sticker somewhere and then immediately regret it. And yeah. then that's it. I've done it. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, and there are, we'll tell you about, I feel like, okay, those are the first two we'll tell you about. We'll tell you about the rest later. Um, yes. We also... We're going to have some really cool, our, our bonus content. Um, we're going to talk to Janet Varney from the JV Club, um, who is also, she's the voice of Cora in The Legend of Cora. She's awesome. Um, yeah. So we'll have our, our exclusive bonus episode with her that you'll be able to listen to. Um, yes, very don't. exciting. Also, part of part of the stuff that I'm now learning being on the other side mm-hmm. is that we can see what shows all of our listeners also listen to, yes. which is so handy. And apparently the JV club is one that you guys love too, which is great because so do we. Yes. So you've really done us a favor actually <laughs> yeah. by also liking the JV club because it means we get an excuse to have Janet on. So yes. that's great. Yes. Um, and we will, we'll talk to you more about Max Fun Drive, but um, as a reminder, if you, if you're already sold and you're like, I want to do it, I'm in, uh, head over to maximumfun.org slash join and become a member. So this week, um, as well as it being Max Fun Drive, which is very exciting, uh, the 16th of March is also World Panda Day. So perfect opportunity to talk about pandas, yes. which we're very excited about. So Alexis, I'm going to tell you all about pandas. Alexis, mm-hmm. why are pandas dangerous customers? Ooh, why? I don't know. Because when a panda comes into a bar, she eats, shoots, and leaves. <gasps> oh, boy. Yeah. Wow. Classic. <laughs> right? I just, that delights me. That really delights me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I think, I didn't realize that you're right. We should be doing a, a really bad animal joke every time we do a, an animal report. I actually think maybe this is something we should start. Yeah, bad okay. animal jokes. And guys, if you have bad animal jokes <laughs> send that you me. would like to share with us, please send them in. Because as Ooh. much as I love animal trivia, and I really do, bad jokes and puns, also a big fan. It's of, really so. good. That's great. Um, so yes, we're talking about pandas mm-hmm. today. Um, so obviously, when we think of pandas, we probably immediately think of the monochromed big floofy friends that are most commonly found in China. There are another species of panda that I am going to get onto because it does feature a cameo from our favourite topic, convergent evolution. So, but to start with, monochrome floofs. So, uh, as I mentioned in my terrible joke, they eat shoots and leaves. So they're called foliovores, uh, which is really interesting because... Even though they do live primarily off grass and um, shrubs and things like that, they are very adaptive and they have been known to eat eggs, fish, honey, fruit, um, a wide variety of things if, if they need to. Uh, so I quite I think that's a really cool thing, like the idea that, you know, they have their preferences, but they're actually not that picky. Good, mm-hmm. good for pandas. Um, so as I said, they're most commonly found in China, in central China, primarily uh, Sichuan 
Uh, sh- oh gosh, I really don't want to butcher this. Shanxi and Ganzu. I think I got that right. Sounds right. However, as we know, as a result of deforestation, uh, the giant panda has been driven out of a lot of its territory, predominantly the low light, the lowland areas that it was kind of happiest in, and it has become a conservation reliant, vulnerable species. This is actually an improvement because up until 2016, it was an endangered species. But because there's been so much work done to save pandas, they've gone from being endangered to vulnerable, which, although still unideal, there are still less than 2000 pandas in the wild. It does make you think like we can actually change things like we can. We can halt and turn the tide of climate change if we try, if the research is in place. And I think a huge part of it as well as like, you know, we, we I guess we kind of call them like ambassadors for their for their species. Because the more that we come to interact with pandas, the more we come to learn about them. I guess the more people feel empathy towards them and therefore the more they are inclined to like donate to the the kind of panda right. saving causes, sponsor pandas, stuff like that. Yeah. It also helps that the panda has been China's national symbol for a very long time. Mm-hmm. It's uh they there are there are Chinese gold panda coins, which have been ex- in existence since nineteen eighty two. And they were a mascot in the 2008 Summer Olympics. So China are definitely like out there doing press for pandas, which we love to see. So we, we appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so obviously we've got the big monochrome guys, but there is also another species of giant panda mm. called the quinling panda, which is smaller and brown. So if you've ever seen a panda, it looks like a panda, but it's littler and brown. Not oh. a red panda. We're coming right. to that. But the small, uh, uh, literally looks like a panda, but it's brown a black panda. And brown. Yeah, Hold the on, quinling really. panda. Oh, it and they really were only is. yeah, <gasps> yeah. They're so right? cute, aren't they? So cute. Oh my god. And they're kind of a neutral moment, which is very chic. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Um, and they were only discovered in 1985. So, so recent. Yeah. Um. Yeah, which is amazing. They have like these like. Um. um you know how pandas normally have like the black on their eyes. These. The, the brown ones just have like circle brown circles under their eyes mm. and it's yeah. giving chic clown like it is she it is very chic clown it's like a reverse smoky eye yes you know? yes <laughs> um so pandas live about 15 to 20 years in the wild but can live longer in captivity and are a vital part of the ecosystem of china's bamboo forests they spread seeds they help to grow new vegetation so there's a kind of um, symbiotic relation. Is that, is that the right word? Yeah. Symbiotic? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, relationship that happens between pandas and their environment. Mm-hmm. So that is another reason that keeping them safe is really important. Um, another reason for their endangered, well, now vulnerable status is their low birth rate. So right. female pandas are only fertile a couple of times in a year. So it makes reproduction a lot harder. Um and they're also very picky about their partners, apparently. They're very picky about who they want to have babies with. And, you know, good for them. Yeah. You know, even if you're an endangered species, you shouldn't settle. <laughs> we could all learn from we, the panda. Yes. The panda's like, I would rather face extinction. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather for, die than sleep with you. <laughs> I'd rather die than settle for a trash man. <laughs> I respect um, it. So... And they only mate um, like a few days in the year. So uh, they're very low energy. And, and I think maybe that is why they only mate a few days in the year. Yeah. Because they have low energy diets, you know, foliovores, herbs, 
shoots, leaves, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, they are very chill dudes. Yes. Uh, they avoid stressful situations. They avoid exertion. They spend 14 hours a day eating and the rest of the time sleeping, really. So what they tend to do is um, eat something and then sleep for four hours and then eat some more and then sleep for two to four hours and then eat again and sleep for two to four hours. So they are they are really either eating or, or sleeping, um, which sounds like a, a wonderful way to exist, to be honest. <laughs> and they need between 12 and 40 kilograms of food a day. So they eat about 40% of their own body weight. Wow. Which is a lot of food. Yeah, good for them. Um, they don't roar like other bears. And that's another thing I'm going to come back to because I really spent a lot of time researching whether or not pandas are bears. And actually, there's a lot on this subject. So we, we will circle back to that. Interesting, okay. Um, but yeah, they don't roar. They bleat or honk or growl or bark and cubs whine or croak. So they're very communicative and they've got a, a real range of kind of communication techniques. Um, yeah. So, which is why they do tend to work very well, even though they are quite solitary. When they are in groups, they do tend to work really well together because they're so communicative. Aww. Which is really sweet. Yeah. So we, we like that. Um, I remember hearing years ago this idea that pandas can be really vicious. And sure. so I wanted to look into that. Turns out, not true. Oh. They are very conflict of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are no uh, examples of pandas ever killing humans. Wow. There are a few examples of pandas acting in self-defense. And almost all of those examples, and there really aren't that many, mm. have happened in the Beijing Zoo in China, where people have like deliberately got into their enclosure. Right. And mama pandas have felt like their babies are being threatened and then they attack. Yeah. And that is fair. That's fair. Like, what are you doing in the panda enclosure? Get, get out. <laughs> like, what, you what did you there? think was going to happen? Um, exactly. But when they do attack, because they do have uh, really uh, strong jaws, mm-hmm. um, they have almost severed limbs. So, you know, when they, it's like, they don't push me, yeah. don't push me, don't push me. Oh, you pushed me. Yeah, I, I don't, that doesn't bother me at all. I think no, that's No, it fair. doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> I think it's really fair enough. Yeah. Um, so, convergent evolution. Yeah. Isn't this interesting? Red pandas, yeah. giant pandas, an example of convergent evolution. Aha. Um, they do have a common ancestor, but it's a way, 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 way back. Right. Like our friends, the sloths mm-hmm. that we talked about earlier. Uh, so the key differences are obviously their size. Giant pandas can weigh up to 250 pounds. They can be as tall as six feet. So bigger than a lot of humans. Wow. Yeah. Uh, red pandas are like fat house cats, essentially. <laughs> um, they're really small um i read on i think it was on the national geographic and Mm -hmm. i love this description giant panda looks like a black bear in a costume and the red panda looks like a raccoon that's gone rusty it does and i'm like spot on yeah spot on yeah um it's got the big ring tail it's got the ears of that kind of similar cake slice shape Mm -hmm. it's got the pointed snout it's very cute i'm really on my like red panda bag at the moment because i just finished watching his dark materials yes and Pan takes red panda form quite a lot in that, and it's so cute, so cute. And I'm also watching an anime called Agretsuko mm. at the moment, mm-hmm. and it's excellent. And the lead character is like a little anthropomorphic red panda, cute. Um, in Japan, and it's about her like life in the city 
in her job and dating. It's really good. I'd recommend yes. it. It's like anthropomorphic animals dealing with being in their 20s and having office office drama. <laughs> Great. Um, it's, it's really good. So I'm really enjoying my pandas at yeah. the moment. And yeah, they're, they're adorable. Um, so why are they both called pandas? Mm-hmm. The word panda, the etymology is kind of confused. Um, there's an argument that it comes from uh, the, the Nepali word onya, which is bamboo eater, or paja, which means claw. So it, it could come from either of those. But it was applied to the red panda first. So red pandas are actually the original pandas. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I know. Um, But also there have been lots of zoologists who have argued that um, the red panda is is a member of the raccoon family. But there's a lot of debate that rages around this because they do have certain biological differences. Mm -hmm. Um, For example, they're a lot shyer than raccoons. They tend to be quite solitary unless they're in a kind of mother and baby pairing right. or unless they're mating of course um also the the etymology of panda could have come from another nepali word hunde which means white marks on your face so oh. you know there's yeah huh. so there's lots of like uh, there's there's there are there are branches but they make they all kind of make sense yeah but they were all applied to the red panda um first so in terms of grammar the red panda is the only true panda. Wow. So wow. until, you know, the, the big monochrome usurpers came at home <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and took their name. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah. So more examples of convergent evolution. Yeah. They both share a false thumb. Um, they've got really uniquely evolved front paws um, that have an elongated wrist bone. Um, so it's not quite a opposable thumb. But it's more defined than like other kind of tree inhabiting sure. mammals. And it allows them to, because um, they both eat bamboo, it allows them to grip and tear the stalks. Oh. So it, it, it's just an, yeah, an interesting yeah, example yeah. of convergent evolution. But it's so funny that they both have that, yet they're both so physically different yeah. in other ways. So um, they, and also, you know, red pandas are similarly kind of. Uh, I think they're vulnerable mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, and they've also suffered a lot of habitat loss. Yeah. And they really suffer as a result of hunting for their for their pelts. Oh. Um, as, you know, you can kind of imagine it, can't you? Those sort of like red panda hats. Oh, yeah. That, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I they, mean, they've also really... Like we said, but like about sloths, where it's like, we have enough stuff. We don't need this, especially we sloth don't need pelts. This thing. But like... These ones I could see yeah. that like they're interesting markings. I'm not saying do it. I'm just saying like, of course they're poached. They're really beautiful. So yeah, it's it's a funny thing because it's like I I completely understand why like maybe indigenous people hundreds of years ago yeah. would have poached them when they didn't have their one alternative. Yeah, but given that like indigenous communities are also like the biggest supporters of like not poaching. Yes, and, it, yeah, and climate change. I think everyone else can do the same <laughs> yeah. now. Do you know what I mean? It's like, we have synthetics. Yeah. We really don't need to be actually killing pandas. <sighs> we can no. just like get fake stuff. Red, like, like, you know. red pandas are so cute. Like, you know how um, they've studied dogs and dogs have kind of evolved like to, to look cuter to humans over time. Basically. Yeah. Red pandas sure. look like they did that, but they didn't. They just out yeah. the gate look just like the, I don't know, the, the, what, like the perfect pet? Yeah. 
Yes. Like, like, yeah, they look like they should be our friends. Yes. Like they look like they were designed to be little pets for us. It's crazy yeah. that that's just a wild animal. It, I know. It's like, you know, all those memes where it's like, if, if dangerous, why so fluffy? <laughs> yes. you know? like, that's how I feel. I'm just when I looking look at, at their little ears and I'm like, you've got to let me scratch it. Come on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so this relationship between red pandas and uh, giant pandas mm. gets even more confused when we look at how the giant panda got its name. Um, there was a French naturalist called Pierre Armand David, who was in uh, China. He was exploring China and he, he, he was the first recorded person or the person that recorded seeing the giant panda. I'm sure lots of people saw them first, but, you know, of course, it's a European guy that's like me. I did it. Um, so he in 1869 um, saw what he called a white bear. And he was like, not seen anything like this before. I think it's you know not a species that any other naturalists have noted down uh there are lots of characteristics about it that set it apart from other bears even though it does really resemble black bears um and brown bears and things uh it, it is really different it eats bamboo um and it's uh the shape of its head was really different uh mm. the, the quality of its pelt was really different etc etc um so uh, but it seems like, again, because they ate bamboo, this, this bamboo eater kind of right. name became attached mm -hmm. to the giant panda, um, which is really interesting. But the debate about both creatures' classification has continued to rage on. Um, some naturalists say that because of the shape of the giant panda's skull and teeth and claws, um, it makes it more closely... Sorry, naturalists say that the... Red pandas' skull teeth and claw shape uh, make it more closely aligned with raccoons or kind of other mustelids. So weasels, badgers, wolverines, polecats. Um, mm -hmm. But equally, um, a lot of people argue that because of their diet, um, that they're actually quite genetically dissimilar from those creatures. So it's, it's in, what I love about pandas is that, like, no one has really reached a conclusion. Um, People have kind of just, you know, come to the conclusion that they sit somewhere in between bear and mustelid. Um, and I'm sure it's a conversation that will be continued. That will be continued. Yeah. Um, a lot of people often describe them as living fossils mm. because they're the last of a really strange evolutionary line. Right. And I kind of get it. Like there is something it's like when I look at sloths, yeah. I look at pandas and I'm like, you are so old. Yeah. You where did you come from? I just feel like you lot have been here for a while. Yeah. You know? Did you find in looking like, um, it's interesting to me that they're like black and white in that way, mm, where everything mm. else usually like, they don't really blend in with their environment in my mind. No, it's so true. I actually haven't found anything yeah. to, um, this is a, that's a great I question. Guess, I, I mean, it does snow there, I suppose. So, yeah. Sometimes they probably Reacher, not sure. Um, I guess yeah, camouflage in their snowy habitat and the black fur helps them blend in when they hide in bamboo. Huh. Um, but in again, mystery. Yeah. yeah. They're a bit of a mystery. Huh. There's an argument to be made that the giant panda is a bear but not a panda, and the red panda is a panda but not a bear. <laughs> sure, um, yeah. You know what I mean? There's an argument to be made that the red panda is a mustelid and yeah. giant pandas aren't. Um it, conti the it continues to be argued over. So funny. Um, and I, I, I really like this quote from a naturalist called George B. Schaller, who 
you said, uh, when, giving a le- when giving a lecture, I'm often asked at the end whether the giant panda is a bear or a raccoon. Keep my reply brief. I usually answer, the panda is a panda. So I'm like, the panda is a panda. Yeah. I love it. And I think I'm just going to start saying that now when people question me on anything. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, look, the panda is a panda. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. A panda's a panda. So. Panda's a panda. <laughs> Such a good sport. So pandas, guys, they're amazing. Yes. They're oh, so cool. Great job. Um, thank um, you. And yeah, little red pandas, oh, big fluffy monochromes. All they're so cute. I don't know how to, mm, I know that's such mm. a, that's, that's a kind of a nothing statement. Of course they are. But like, as we were talking with them, I was just Googling photos and I was like, how do you exist? How can you be real? I, I would honestly give anything to like snuggle with a panda, oh. red or monochrome. Yes. Doesn't I would matter. be thrilled to do, to do either. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, thank you for, for all your research on pandas for us. Thank you. I had a great time looking them up. I watched a lot of videos of them rolling around. (laughs) Joyful. Okay, we're going to talk about gifts again. Yes. Because it's Max Fun Drive. We like gifts. It's Max Fun Drive. Yes. We we like gifts. So, um, as we already mentioned, you get a really exciting, cool recipe book mm-hmm. uh, so i think that's at the diamond friendship circle tier yes so that's a 20 dollars a month um as i said loads of recipes in it our recipes in it i think what's cool is that like i would i would probably spend 20 dollars on a recipe book anyway mm-hmm. so being able to do that get cool recipes and support shows you like yeah. is kind of a a bonus yeah. you know um you also get a spice mix thrown in uh yeah. which is like a really delicious blend of like garlic paprika salt pepper and there's a bit of cayenne in there for some spice so um that's also a, a delicious add-on mm-hmm. to your recipe book yes um yeah. it's like the gifts this year are so i don't know they're really cool i'm i'm so they're really good them. gifts I, i'm really into them um yeah me too for sure yeah um and then the tier above that which is the leadership squad for 35 dollars a month you get a apron and it's a dope apron yeah uh, it has maximum yum on it with all of these cool like condiments and it's really like, delicious things i just i it's such a good gift yes i'm i we will we'll have to model them won't we Alexis? yes oh, we'll absolutely to, yeah we'll have to get we'll take pictures of us wearing them as we as we <laughs> bake our jammy dodgers yeah. and we'll we'll post it to the instagram so you can see us and the aprons in action yes um so yeah that's the, the 35 yes uh, dollars a month yeah yeah and like and also just thank you like even if you're just listening right now thank you that's that's really cool of you um it's really helpful it's really helpful and if also if you don't have an interest in gifts you don't have to get them um there are other things you can also just uh you can buy gift memberships for other people if you're just like i want to give you guys you know if you have a friend that really loves max fun and maybe they're not in the position to donate um so the other thing is aside from you know normal gifts we also have some goals this year that we want to do if we uh, basically get enough members to join um, for our show. So if we can get just 30, 30 members, like hopefully, I really hope we make this one. Um, yeah. But if 30 people join, uh, we want to do a little movie watch along and we are going to have you guys vote on what movie we should watch. Um, 
if it's one that we've talked about, if we should finally make Ella watch Paddington too, mm. Um, mm. or if there's something else that you think is a is a better fit that we're both missing out on, um, we can figure that out together. Um, but that'll be really cool. And if we get sixty, we Ella and I have set privately done this before, but we are going to do a, a drunk book rant. Um, <laughs> where we we've got some hot takes and you know you got to be a member to hear some some controversial opinions (laughs) um and after that you know if we can get 150 members uh new you know new or upgrading for our show uh we want to do something with you um and we kind of want to figure that out with you if it's we do a game night with the members if we um, have a call-in show. Um, so we're going to, we'll work with you and figure out exactly what it is. We know we want it to be kind of a bigger thank you about you. Um, and yeah, if you, again, if you want to become a member, uh, head over to MaximumFun.org slash join. And thank you. It's truly the most direct way you can show that you enjoy our show. And it's really kind, even if you're just listening to this, it's, it's really awesome. Yeah. And I, oh, also uh, a cool thing is that Max Fun as a network um, is a co-op now. Um, they're yeah. transitioning to being co-op. So if you're like, I don't know where all my money is going to, it's going to a really good company who cares about its employees. It's going to us who just want to, you know, make you happy Keep on doing this. <laughs> yeah, we just like we just want to talk about animals and, you know, maybe make the hard days a little lighter. Um, yeah. And yeah, if that's if that's something you're interested in, head over to maximumfund.org slash join. We also uh, have a ready pet go this week. Um, this one is from Altai or Altai. Forgive me if that's I if that's not how you pronounce it. I did my best. Um, so uh, they are also I believe eating rocks on our Discord server, and they're always very active, and I appreciate every single post they make. Um, so uh, ready pet go. Hi, I frequently spam the Discord server with pics and vids of my mischief children, so I thought they deserved a proper introduction. My son, pronounced like my son, aka biggest baby, is almost 14 years old, 6 kilogram chunk of love. She's the size of a human child and likes to be carried as one, thus the nickname. Her mother was my old cat, so I've had her all her life, and she kind of picked me to be her emotional support human. She's extremely anxious, and for the first couple years of her life, she would hide all day and only come out to eat. We have no idea what made her so scared. It's been a long road to get her to trust humans, and it made her extra attached to me. When I'm sick, or if my chronic pain flares up, she sticks to me like burdock. Pumpkin, aka minuscule man, is a very small, very polite, stink bug-shaped soft boy. I got him and his late brother shortly before the pandemic, so he's basically a quarantine kitty and thinks I'm his mom. He loves me with his tiny little body and needs me to pick him up and hug him at least once a day. He follows me around the apartment like a dog, and I frequently trip over him, but he never cares. Honorable mentions. My son's mom, Santa. I bought her with my allowance when I was nine. She was my reason for living for a long time. Sadly, she had to be put down in 2019. And Pumpkin's brother, Curry. A strange creature. No brain cells. No thoughts. Just as Pumpkin. He loved me immensely and I would frequently wake up with scratches on my arm and him making aggressive biscuits. Unfortunately, he had an adventurous spirit that couldn't be tamed and passed away in an accident in 2022. Um, These were... Wonderful. Thank you for sending them in. And again, thank you for for every post you make on Discord. I love it. I love how active yeah. that group is. Um, I'm so sorry about, you know, the little babies you lost, but I'm really glad that you have your 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 anxious babies now. They're great. Um, and I love yeah, seeing they them. sound very intuitive. Don't yes. They? <laughs> yes. 
very jealous of that. <laughs> Doesn't I? They don't sound like the kind of cats that would like pee in a skillet in a frying pan. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. You know, maybe just like you and. Oh. Um. And if you have a Ready Pet Go, you can email them to us at comfortcreatures at maximumfun.org. Um, you can write them out like this and we can read them or you can record them themselves and we'll play them on the show. The thing that I think of as a new Max Fun Drive host mm. is that the weird thing about making a podcast, as with is as is the case with actually quite a lot of art. I definitely feel this way about my book as well. Mm-hmm. You you do a thing and then you put it out into the ether and you don't really know how how it's being received. Yeah. Because because you know we we have the Discord server which is so wonderful and it's really lovely to like be in be in contact with all those people. But you still kind of don't really know like is you like it? Is anyone out there? Yeah. Oh, hi hi guys. Yeah. Like just just sort of shouting into the void <laughs> and so. I think a thing that is really lovely about um, getting a membership at this time of year in particular, mm-hmm. other than the fact that it means that you guys get cool gifts. Yeah. But it also just means that we know that this isn't a futile endeavor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's such a, um, yeah, it's, it's such a, it's like me and Alexis in our little Zoom bubble yeah. and, then, and then everyone else. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like. It, it yeah i guess that's what i mean when it's like it's such a direct way to be like i like you i please yeah. keep making this and like by joining you do allow us to keep making the show like it's minimum five dollars a month for you and like thank you and also like it truly i don't know i just want to keep making the show and i want it to keep getting um better guests and making it like everything mm-hmm. that we can be and making it the perfect show for for you um and this makes that possible um and yeah. also you know supporting artists is cool i think like especially yeah. i don't know it's it's hard for everyone out there trying to make art and this is such an easy like direct way to do it um yeah. you also get all of the bonus content from every show um on max fun so if you listen to other yes. shows you can you know everyone's doing really cool Absolutely. things this year so check them yeah, out. yeah that's actually what's so great about being part of a network yeah isn't it? is that like you there's this real sense of like everyone supporting each other and like you know we had like let's learn everything Mm -hmm. on here and you know it's just yeah it's it's a really lovely way to not just support us but support all the other amazing things that max fun are doing yeah which is cool yeah so thank you thank you for listening to our our little spiel um and if you know also if you have any other ideas if you have um movies for the watch along suggestions yeah send in your suggestions yeah um and yeah thank you again uh anything else if you know follow us if yeah. you're not all the usual but i think you know all that i'm not gonna bore yeah, you with absolutely. that absolutely all right um i've been alexis b preston i've been ella mcleod Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.